0: This week, I want to make a change to our usual interview format. Instead, I want to talk about the issue of climate change. Whatever your perspective on the causes, few would deny the dramatic and potentially irreversible changes that are occurring that threaten humanity's existence on this planet. We're now well into the fourth quarter of this tumultuous year. And with news around our tiny unseen enemy still in abundance, and as we focus on addressing the immediate COVID-19 pandemic, we mustn't lose sight of the more significant existential threat our climate crisis. The urgency to build on the much-cited, we're-all-in-this-together sentiment cannot be overstated. If we're to avert a climate collapse, now's the time to start a new contagion, one that will spread a radical and positive change in consumer and corporate behaviours. We all know that behaviour change is hard, but we should take inspiration from positive societal shifts that have emerged during recent months. COVID 19 and sheltering in place has demonstrated that most people can, individually and collectively on a global scale, radically change our way of life, sacrificing what once seemed sacrosanct. Secondly, the collective spirit of resistance and rage ignited by the death of George Floyd and the spate of other racial injustices has demonstrated the power of people to unite and confront the status quo. And thirdly, the rapid, And collective action by some corporations, businesses and brands in changing their marketing operations and supply chains to battle the pandemic prove that businesses can be on the right side of history. However, COVID-19 has not only exposed the deep and systemic social, economic, educational, racial and technological inequity. It's also directly impacted our progress to achieve the UN's 17 Sustainable Development Goals, otherwise known as the SDGs. And I'm going to quote the UN Secretary, Antonio Guterres, who recently stated, and I quote As member states recognized at the SDG summit held last September, global efforts to date have been insufficient to deliver the change we need, jeopardizing the agenda's promise to current and future generations. Now, due to COVID 19, unprecedented health, economic, and social crisis is threatening their lives and livelihoods, making the achievement of the goals even more challenging. End quote. The climate target adopted at the UN's 2015 Paris Agreement was to keep global temperature rise this century to less than two degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels, but it also set a 2030 target to limit the rise to 1.5 degrees. Now, while COVID-19 may have paused our global economy, it's estimated to only reduce carbon emissions in 2020 by about 6%, a significantly below the required 50% annual reduction we need in this coming decade to avoid a climate abyss. And that's the point of which there may be no way back. So, what if we consider COVID-19 a wake-up call to our global fragility, a Kickstarter to elicit unified action to avoid climate calamity? If you're not aware, 2019 was the second warmest year on record, coming at the end of the warmest decade on record. And we're currently way off track to meeting either the 1.5 or the 2% targets, according to Guterres. With the world's average surface temperature projected to surpass three degrees Celsius by the end of the century, our children and their children will experience melting ice caps, rising sea levels, flooded coastal capitals, mass migration north, food and water shortages, mass social unrest, economic breakdown and war on a scale we probably could never have imagined in our lifetime and in their lifetime. That might sound doom-mongering, but it's where the science is headed. So we have a simple choice, to act now or not to act. As individuals, if we choose to act, we can start living more sustainable lives. As consumers, employers or investors, we have the leverage to demand accelerated action from the corporations and brands that form the fabric of our current carbon economy. We have individual role models around us, people like B. Johnson, the French mother of two children with her husband, who have been actively going packaging free for a number of years, read her book, check out her YouTube channel, check out her TED talk. Joshua Spuddick, another example of someone providing leadership guidance in the environment through his everyday behaviours, is setting a standard for how others should live more sustainable lives. Also, two recent books, The Future We Choose and There Is No Planet B, also guide us on how to make necessary behavioural shifts individually and collectively. For businesses and brands, this is an opportunity to take a genuine stand, not with words, but with actions. This is the time to shed the all-too-common corporate crutch of claiming brand purpose. Instead, businesses and brands must re-engineer, drive wholesale operational transformation to activate radical regenerative change. What we need is collective abortive activism. I think most people would agree that there's been insufficient governmental action and splintered political will to decarbonise the economy. Collective networks of influence are now forming to fill the moral leadership void, agitate for systemic change and to build an economic system beyond carbon capitalism and consign Milton Friedman's model of shareholder primacy to history. Take, for example, Salesforce's CEO, Mark Benioff, who stated capitalism as we know it is now dead and that a new model for capitalism is overdue. At the World Economic Forum this year... They launched the revolutionary spirited Davos Manifesto for the Fourth Industrial Revolution that asserted that a company must act as a steward of the environmental and material universe for future generations. It consciously protects our biosphere and champions a circular, shared and regenerative economy. In May this year, a letter was signed by 155 companies with a combined market capitalization of over 2.4 trillion, representing over 5 million employees, urging governments around the world to align their COVID-19 economic aid and recovery efforts with the latest climate science. The companies included IKEA, Burberry, Nestle, Pernod Ricard and Unilever, all part of the science-based targets initiative and the UN's Global Compact. And as these shoots of a more sustainable corporate philosophy and behaviour emerge, we will see increased affirmative climate action as the 2020s progress. Take for example the recently launched Imperative 21, a business-led network of coalitions formed to drive wholesale economic systems change. The combined coalitions harness the power of culture to demand an economic system that delivers shared well-being on a healthy planet. They're working to transform finance to manage systemic risk and are stewarding global processes to co-create a set of imperatives for economic systems change that gives their community of allies greater coherence and power. Expect to hear more from Imperative 21 as they make their collective call for change and agitate for a more regenerative economic system. The coalition comprises of over 72,000 businesses across 80 countries, 150 industries employing over 18 million people with $6.6 trillion in revenue and with over $15 trillion assets under management. As committed corporations work towards net zero emissions and as more organisations align their business practices around the global goals, that's the UN 17 Sustainable Development Goals, their actions must extend beyond CSR initiatives. They must embrace operational activities, employee engagement, investor relations, lobbying strategy and customer relationship management. This will not be easy. This will require new levels of internal organisational alignment to track progress. The SDG Action Manager is a tool that was launched by the UN and B Lab to help businesses commit and track their progress. So, if we're to live through the 2030s and beyond on a sustainable planet, we must take purposeful, abortive action now and apply our personal and collective persuasive powers to encourage corporate behaviour change. So, here are five steps I think we can all take as concerned citizens of the planet to accelerate impact during what is called our decade of action. One, create an SDG alignment in your company. Encourage your organisation to align its business and sustainability strategy with one of the SDG's core pillars of people, planet, prosperity, peace and partnership. Start by identifying which of the global goals your customers or clients care about and then embed that goal into the core business and brand strategy. Alignment is not a quick purpose-washing because cosmetic fix, is likely to necessitate systemic business realignment, requiring courageous leadership, investment, and involve all stakeholders. You can track the progress using the tool I mentioned, the SDG Action Manager. Number two, start an SDG impact fund. According to Giving USA Foundation, in 2019, America donated over $449 billion. Off that $449 billion, individual donors contributed 70%. That's $309 billion while corporations gave only $21 or 4.6% of that total. Given the urgency of hitting the 2030 climate target, encourage your organisation's leadership to pool corporate philanthropy, CSR budgets and marketing-driven social impact investments into an SDG impact fund. Invest in sustainable value creation, internal operational improvements and on-the-ground social impact programmes in partnership with a high-impact NGO. Number three, form an SDG-focused NGO partnership. In 2019, I consulted for a global NGO and concluded that the scope for innovation in NGO corporate partnerships is a vast, untapped well of potential. NGOs are the perfect partner for businesses to amplify SDG social impact investments. NGOs are in a unique position to identify where funds are most needed and how to maximise impact. Make unrestricted grants. Let the NGO direct funds across their on-the-ground programmes, but do demand regular monitoring and feedback. Start the conversation inside your company. Use GiveWell to identify those NGOs adhering to good governance and addressing those global goals with which your brand and business wishes to align. Number four, advocate for offsetting action. We can't undo legacy corporate environmental damage, supply chain malpractices, or child labour violations committed in the pursuit of profit. However, As more business leaders acknowledge or commit to abandoning the damaging concept of shareholder primacy, now is the time to advocate that your organisation embraces a triple bottom line framework. Start an internal movement to catalyse a shift in corporate culture and encourage leadership to pledge to become a B Corp or a B movement builder. I've already mentioned Imperative 21. Encourage your business to join that coalition. Take their lead. Be on the right side of history. Five, fight to flip lobbying. Corporate lobbying may have become the most powerful yet environmentally damaging force in determining government policy shifts. In 2019, 11 leading environmental and sustainable business organisations published an open letter in the New York Times urging the CEOs of corporate America to step up and adopt a science-based climate policy agenda aligned with the recommendations of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. This letter was a call to action for businesses to make a genuine commitment to net zero emissions by 2050. It called on them to lobby governments to implement the necessary policies at national, subnational and sectorial levels to align and allocate their trade associations' climate policy spending to advance climate policies, not obstruct them. Start this conversation in your business and share information about activist organisations like Citizens Climate Lobby, 350.org, Rising Up and Extinction Rebellion, lobbying platforms for broader community activism. Finally, be a mighty butterfly. Our climate targets are daunting, but we have the technologies, the tools, the networks, the ideas where small actions can start a massive societal shift. Greta Thunberg has proved one person can activate an army of environmentally conscious agitators. It's time for us to become cohorts force multipliers to accelerate corporate environmental and hopefully governmental climate action on a scale that's needed. We can change the course we're on and spare our children a climate future they don't deserve, a future we are currently creating. It's a purpose worth living for, and yes, we are all in this together. If you like the show, please subscribe and ideally give us a five-star rating and a review because it helps more people find us. Just go to iTunes, Spotify, or your favourite podcast player to listen and subscribe. This show is an Impossible Network production and is produced by Bettina Michele and Elaine Castillo-Keller. But for now, be curious, be creative, and seek out serendipity. See you next time.